Welcome to the show, McHenry University. It's Phil Harper here. I'm a junior here at McHenry, and I'm currently majoring in criminal justice and minoring in history, American history to be exact. A um, friend of mine and I are going to be doing a radio show for you here. Uh, Chase, how about you How about you tell the folks a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm currently a junior here also here at McKendry and majoring in criminal justice as well. Um, I'm a member of the football team and enrolled in Dr. Lemon's America Ear class. All right, well, folks, that's, uh, that's my partner Chase, just a little bit about us two. Uh, today my partner and I are here to continue uh, with the radio series that has been started by our fellow classmates. Our class, America by Ear, as Chase mentioned, is doing a song pick and analysis radio series this semester as our main project. Um, our goal for, uh, for us two today, for our listeners, is to enlighten you all and to give an insight pretty much into what makes our topic uh, not only historically important, but also uh, important to us personally. Uh, Chase? Yeah, th- yeah, this afternoon we're going to be talking about a certain topic that you know, doesn't really get a whole lot of attention here at McKendry, and that's country music, um, its roots, and how it's changed over time. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree to that as well. Uh, country music, really, it's uh, not as popular here as I thought it would be. Uh, coming here to school, it is a, it's a small school in the country, but uh, people definitely have a, a different genre liking around here um, other than country music. I, I was a little bit surprised about that. Um, just a little something about country music uh, for you folks out there, just to give you a little bit of a pretty much an insight into what we've uh, done our project on here. Uh, country music pretty much changed many, many times over the years, and, and, and we hear that today especially. Um, one thing that's always been the same is the fact that it reaches out and it touches the roots of the people that listen to the songs, um, whether that's from big cities, little towns. I mean, we, we see that all the time. Um, it pretty much it relates to, to, uh, to one's own life, and it really speaks words uh, for the country world and for the country life as a whole. Um, People, you know, they associate it with pop and all that stuff, but it really is. Um, it really isn't just exclusive to the country crowd. It, it it's uh, it can be mistaken for pop music, but the roots are deep. Um, they can be found in other genres of music all around the country, um, and and from all times. Um, that's tr- pretty much affected country music for years. Um, older country, as as we will uh, demonstrate, can be found swinging and swaying around the beat. Um, really based on a blues style of music, uh, whereas new country has more rock and uh, and pop feel, and and we'll demonstrate that here in, in a second. But uh, although there are huge differences uh, between you know years of country music, uh, it, it really all just centralizes around grabbing the crowd and singing to uh, people's really people's heart and soul. Uh, yeah, 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 Phil. As you mentioned, you know, country's been affected by very many many types of music and different songs, but. You know, there's just a few well-known songs that come to mind when, uh, you know, pe- people that aren't really country music fans think of country music. You know, they think of, uh, you know, an old hillbilly sitting on a, a porch step, you know, plucking his guitar and, you know, a piece of grass in his mouth or something. Sure. Uh, but classics to me, they don't necessarily have, like, much to do with age or, you know, but it's more the worth of the song and the amount of the effect that the song has on the genre and the fans and, you know, just the general public listeners. Um, they, you know, they have an aurora about them that draw attention and a massive listening base because of their popularity and their message that they share with the listener. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, country music, like you said, it just it affects the whole general public. If if you really connect with a song and any type of music, if you feel that connection, I mean that that can be your type of music. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. It 
if that's you and if you feel a connection with it, I mean, that that's just the beauty of music. Um, in order to get this started here, I'm going to do a little introduction on our first piece. Um, our first song that uh, comes to mind, is, as Chase said, is a classic to just about anybody. I mean, you don't even have to be a country fan to know this song. Um, came out in a good year in 1957. Um, album was uh, With His Hot and Blue Guitar. If, uh, if you guys haven't gotten it yet, it is Johnny Cash's Folsom Prison Blues. I'll get this uh, pulled up for you here, folks, and we'll listen to this classic of a song. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> train a-coming, it's rolling around a bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when, I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on, but that train keeps rolling. Good boy, don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno Just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing I hang my head and cry up our Johnny Cash's Folsom Prison Blues once again. That uh, that classic came out in 1957 as we said earlier. That song honestly that that's a classic. That's a classic to anybody. I don't I don't know anybody who who doesn't enjoy that song or doesn't in, enjoy the the worth of that song, the history that that song holds. Um the song title pretty much answers the question about where the genre of country music has come from in general. And, and what affects the patterns and chords of country music. As you hear it, it's, it's a bouncy sound. 
Um, this song, like many classics, um, it's it's played in a swing pattern, and, and it sweeps across the chord and chords and lyrics uh, with dancing dancing almost dancing qualities that draws a listener into the song, uh, making the lyrics pretty much a part of one's own life. You, you can almost sway or feel like you're dancing with it almost. Um, Johnny Cash in general, he's just he's a classic blues and country performer. He's his roots are deep within the South and in blues music in general, and he has a deep, powerful voice and the ability to relate lyrics pretty much with the hardships and real-life issues that surround the lives of just about any listener. Um, listeners really have no no problem connecting with um, with him, and his impact on, on blues and country music is one that it'll last for centuries to come. Um, pretty much... You, you already see that the lasting effects these days. He's got movies about him, all that good stuff. Um, the song strikes popular with pretty much anyone who's struggled in their lives. It's just to make ends meet and find success in their actions. You can really find it um, in the lyrics. Johnny Cash, he, he grew up massively poor, and, and his music reflected pretty much the struggle of his life. Um, and his lyrics just just speak to the people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Johnny Cash here, he's, uh, he's singing about sitting in a jail cell in you know what seems to be solitary confinement. So, uh in that kind of setting because he said, you know, I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. And that's saying that, you know, time's dragging on just like any other prisoner might think. Uh, the train that goes right by the prison is what really gets him down and out because he gets him thinking about, you know, what he did and how his mother says, you know, always be a good boy. Don't ever play with guns. But, you know, he, he didn't listen to her. You know, he ended up, he shot a man in Reno and, uh, he's sitting in that cell dreaming of being outside and what he would do if they set him free because, you know, trains, it's kind of a symbol of, you know, like movement and freedom. You know, that tra that train's moving so far, and he, you know, that's just a few feet from where he's sitting, and, you know, he's he's not able to do that. He, he can't even see the light of day. Sure, yeah, that uh, that, completely, that pretty much completely makes sense. It's it's a struggle. His life is a struggle, and he, and he sings about struggle and people's inner struggles in their life and not being able to move up in society and have mobility um, is, is really reflected in country music and blues in general. Um, it's, it's definitely rooted in the South um, and that Southern feeling of lack of mobility after, after really the Civil War um, and being pretty much trapped in, in an agriculture economy that, that was just tough and down and out. And, and like you said, he's down and out. He shot a man in Reno and that, that was his way of getting through life and making money, and, and he regrets it. But that train is just a symbol of his freedom that he can never attest to. Um, his lyrics, really, if it, you don't have to shoot a man in, in Reno to relate to his lyrics. He's just trying to find a find a way to think about freedom and life and, and his family and stuff like that. And his, really, his lyrics really reflect that. Um, that pretty much pushes us right into our second song. Um, so the song that we picked uh, is, is another classic. Um, it's by uh, the great, great country singer and classic, uh, Merle Haggard. This man pretty much affected country music from the time he got into country music. He he really, he really pushed country music in the in the six, late sixties, sixties, and, and into the seventies um, on t television and radio. He he made country music what it pretty much what it is today. He helped define what country music is today. Um, our next song uh, came out in 1968, the late 60s, um, and this is uh, from the album Mama Tried. Um, if you all can't guess the song now, um, 
we'll play it here for you. This song is great. This one's called Mama Tried. Hope you guys enjoy it. First thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and a youngin's dream of growing up to ride on a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound, and no one can change my mind but Mama tried. One and only rebel child from a family meek and mild, my mama seemed to know what lay in store. Despite all my Sunday learning Towards the bad I kept on turning Till mama couldn't hold me anymore I turned 21 in prison Doing life without parole No one could steer me right But mama tried, mama tried Mama tried to raise me better But her pleading I denied That leaves only me to blame Cause mama tried Dear old daddy, rest his soul, left my mom a heavy load. She tried so very hard to fill his shoes. Working hours without rest, wanted me to have the best. She tried to raise me right, but I refused. And I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. Steer me right, but Mama tried, Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied, that leaves only me to blame, cause Mama tried. Well folks, that was our second song. Uh, If you didn't catch it earlier, that was Mama Tried by Merle Haggard. Uh, Merle is uh, is a man of many talents. He's an excellent, excellent guitar player. Just like most of uh, the country artists of his time, um, and to, and even today, uh, country is, is a really, really profound guitar um, essence in, in the music. Um, as you heard in that song, the steel guitar was twanging away, and uh, the song was just bouncing along like any good old country song. Um, Merle, he's he's pretty much one of the most popular classic country musicians. Um, he's had a just a massive influence on the country music over time and, and just the whole music industry in, in honesty. Um, he's, he's changed how music was played on television and, and over the radio, and he got so much airtime uh, in, in throughout his lifetime and through really the height of his popularity uh, in the 60s and 70s that he, he changed what it was like to play live music or, or music for people on the radio. Um, really... His songs are just like any old good old country music uh, music artist, and, and they really reflect what happens in people's lives. They're, they're really deep. Um, the meaning isn't isn't hard to find, but it's easy to connect to, and and that's really important. His lyrics uh really really um really speak to the people, and they make you think about what happens in your own life. Um, Mama tried in in his case, and he and he sang a great song about about his life and, and what what his mama was trying to uh 
to get him to do in his life. And, and the his song is just a real classic, honestly. Um, the lyrics the lyrics speak to the to the listener. Oh yeah, uh, Merle starts out reminiscing about when he was you know a younger boy and he had you know big dreams, just like you know really really any of us could. You know when we were young, we all had big dreams, and uh, but his was growing up to ride and just. You know, yeah, just like any other kid, he w- he was always wanting to be older, um, until it kind of sort of hits you, and you're like, wow, I, j- I shouldn't have wished my life away. And uh, he he dreamed he dreamt of the he dreamt of the life, but found out quick that it's not really always cracked up to be in. His mom was right when uh, she tried to raise him better, and that it was a hard price to pay. Uh, you can hear you can hear this, and you know you can hear a change in the demeanor of the song when he when he first says. You know, I turned 21 in prison doing life without parole. You know, it's that's kind of going from a just a just a reflection song to like a a, a sadder demeanor song, and you know, you know, just remorse. And he re- he realizes that uh, he was the only one to blame, and that his future's held just you know just kind of just like the previous song pick. You know, his future's sitting in a jail cell. Yeah, it's uh, it's not every you know not every listener is going to be sitting in a jail cell anywhere you know, listening to this song, but people realize, you know, you, this song speaks in, in the lyrics, like you said, they, it has, it has a sad demeanor. People realize when they're listening to this song, you know, I'm, maybe I'm not what I cracked up to be, you know, I wanted to be so big as a, as a little kid and my dreams were up here, but the real world's a tough place, you know, and, and country music artists are excellent at, at relaying that, that meaning of, you know what, the, the real life is tough. It's not as easy as it, as it seems. And, and they pretty much sing, you know, in, in extreme cases sometimes about being in prison, but really about how their life has not gone in the in the direction that they they'd wish to go in, and and they're singing because of that and, and for that reason. Um, it doesn't just have to be in prison, but it could be just about any aspect of your life that really hasn't gone the right direction that that you wish it would have. Our next song, uh, third song, that is uh, is a classic again. Uh, that's pretty much our, our focus today uh, is classic country music. Um, a third one is going to be by the Grammy-winning classic, classic, just overall one of the biggest names in country that pretty much was ever to pretty much ever be told is uh, Garth Brooks. Um, Garth Brooks is pretty much the man when it comes to uh, late 80s, uh, early 90s, late 90s, um, and even into the 2000s, uh, releasing music even today. Um, he's the man. He's the face of classic country music, and he has kept um, his roots in older country and also um, done some conforming to new country. But um, his classics, mainly uh, his album No Fences, um, just really really a, an album that illustrates his his true style of music and classic country style. Um, uh, the song that we've got picked from this one is Friends in Low Places. Um, this is a great song. Uh, most have heard it. You don't even have to be a country fan to hear this song. Uh, you could just be out in a store or you can be out in a bar somewhere and, and this song will come on and everybody just seems to know the words. This one connects with everyone. Um, we hope you enjoy it, folks. Uh, this next piece here, like I said, is Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Blame it all on my roots I showed up in boots And ruined your blind tie affair 
the last one to know, the last one to show I was the last one you thought you'd see there. And I saw the surprise and the fear in his eyes when I took his glass of champagne. I toasted you, said, honey, we may be thrilled, but you'll never hear me complain. Cause I got friends in long places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. Slip on down to the oasis So I've got a friend In love, they say I was wrong I just don't belong But then I've been there before Everything's alright I'll just say goodnight And I'll show myself To the door Hey, I didn't mean To cause a big scene Just give me an hour And then I'll be as high as that ivory tower That you're living in Cause I got friends in old places Where the whiskey drowns And the beer chases my blues away And I'll be okay Yeah, I'm not big on social Slip on down to the oasis So I've got a friend In love, they say
Well, folks, we're back. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that last song. Um, that was, if you guys didn't catch that earlier, that was Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Um, this song illustrates pretty much uh, what, what I would call the classic country theme of uh, coming together um, and, and just in, just having a good time. Um, this song uh, was recorded not only with Garth Brooks, but with a live audience or live crowd, if you guys were able to catch that. Um, and, and in that song, the crowd joins along with uh, our good old buddy Garth, and they uh, they end up all coming together, um, having some drinks, and, and really just having a good time. Um, it, this song, Friends in Low Places, you, you don't have to be a country listener to be affected by this song. It just It's affected millions, and, and it's brought groups of people together that you wouldn't even think would listen to country music just just for the sheer the sheer fact of this song is about camaraderie um and it celebrates hard work and and great drinks and cold beer and and people just always having your back um when you go out and have fun um honestly the lyrics demonstrate this perfectly there's the the true meaning of country music and camaraderie within uh within music in general Oh yeah, uh, friends in low places. It's it's about you know sort of a low income, low income middle class you know working guy that uh, he is at a bar and forgets his wallet, and you know obviously so obviously he can't pay his bar tab. And so when the waitress asked him, you know, um, how are you going to pay for this bar tab? And he says, I'm sorry, ma'am, I forgot my wallet. Uh, but don't worry, I've got friends in low places. I know the cook. So so what I'm getting out of this is just you know just because you aren't rich or you know high class or you got the the right last name, you know, if you, you just got to know the right people, if you know, and you can sometimes kind of live like you're rich and, you know, uh, live like you're famous and uh, a little reckless, and that's kind of what he's trying to do here. But uh, until about the third stanza, um, he, you know, he says, I guess I was wrong, I just don't belong. And, you know, man, I've been there before, so that shows that, you know, he does that a lot. And, you know, he says, I'll, you know, I'll just show myself to the door. So, uh, I guess the bar wasn't really having what he was trying to do, but uh, he just doesn't—he doesn't care because he's, you know, he's pretending like he's living like he's higher class, and uh, well, it's, especially when he's drinking or uh, stoned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He mentions a few uh, activities that aren't for the uh, the younger audience, the younger listeners here on on our McKendry campus radio. But um, it, it, this song doesn't, you know, doesn't just have to be about drinking. It, it's it's really about finding the the good and going out with your friends and and really just having a good time. You you don't have, like you said you don't have to be rich to have a good time. You don't have to have all the money in the world to to have great friends, um, have some cold beer and just really really live in a life that's you know not not just rich and famous. A life that's content and happy with what you got. And uh, that song just does a great great job at. At really speaking to the people, whether you're country or a country music fan or not, um, so that song that's that's a special song to just about everyone out there. Fourth uh, fourth song we got here is by pretty much uh, what we call uh, a classic 1990s and early 2000s um, country artist. Uh, they they've split up, gotten together uh, multiple times, but in, in the end, they their impact has been. Uh, Second to none, um, in, in the little time that they were together and, and, and as a band, pretty much they uh, they affected millions of listeners, um, and that uh, that group is Brooks and Dunn. 
Um, if you don't know them, uh, they're they're just a couple of guys that uh, got together and like singing um, some good old boogie songs and like to uh, like to play some good old country music. Um, so this uh, fourth song that we got going here for you in just a second is going to be uh, Brooks and Dunn's classic "Boot Scootin' Boogie." Uh, we hope you guys really enjoy this song. I know we do. Um, we'll uh, we'll let you listen. Folks, we're back. Uh, that song that you just listened to there was uh, was a Brooks and Dunn classic, Boot Scoot and Boogie. Um, that was our fourth song of the day, uh, fourth song of five. Um, that song was writ- written in uh, 1991. 
Uh, that was off the album Brand New Man, if you were all wanting to look that up. Um, this album, uh, like, like most country uh, music at this time, has really affected uh, pretty much people of my age. Um, and, and our age, we, uh, Chase and I, were 20, 21 years old here, and um, this music we grew up with. Uh, this is the music that that we heard as, as children. Uh, this, was, this was popular music when we were growing up. Um, especially in the uh, in the late '90s and early 2000s, uh, something that's really affected our life for sure. Um, this song is is really just like any '90s classic. Um, it, it it just reflects on really going out and having a good time. The '90s were were pretty pretty uh, pretty successful for country music, I would say, and and the country music industry. Uh, people were having a great time and going out and dancing and and shaking to, to country music and. This uh, song and album and, and other artists like this at around this time really illustrate that that very well that um, that country music has changed and it's all about a good time and, and it hasn't lost its blues roots it's it's still swinging around and that twangy guitars in there uh, just guiding you through the song but it's uh, the, the the type of music that is really changed you know it's it's starting to go uh, towards a different route here uh, Chase. Oh yeah, uh, you know a lot of people might not know, but you know, Boot Scoot and Boogie is you know it's it's actually written about sex, dancing, and partying. Uh, they're going out past the city limit signs, so you know they're out of the out of the city, away from most people, cops, and you know disturbances. And you know when it says uh, Boot Scoot and Boogie, Boot Scootin' means you know like dancing, you know like kind of finding someone dancing and um, headed towards the door, and then Boogieing means you know take it out back, you know let's get down to it. Um, about halfway through, and at the end of the line, it says, uh, "Baby, meet, meet me out back. We're gonna boogie," you know. And when I, you know, when I first was hearing the song, you know, I just thought they were, you know, dancing outside or something. Yeah. But uh, there's a little bit of different meaning to that. And uh, then the bartender asks him, you know, what'll it, what'll it be? You know, like what drinks is he having? He, you know, orders a shot of the redhead yonder, looking at him, you know, <laughs> off the end of the bar. Yeah, yeah. No, this song, uh, this is a classic. You can't. You can't uh, deny that, but uh, you know, once you get a little bit older and you you start looking into the song's lyrics, you start to uh, it starts to make a little bit more sense to you, um, especially uh, friends on low low places as well. You know, as, as a kid, you're thinking, oh, they're out. You know, glasses are clinking, everybody's yelling and screaming and dancing. And, and this song, you know, boot scooting boogie. You know, you're thinking, boot scooting across the floor. You know, dancing and line dancing and stuff like that out in the clubs. But you know that 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 doesn't just mean dancing as well. These songs, uh. They have a deeper meaning, and, and country music at this time it, of its of its existence, really, uh, you, they got away with some stuff um, that was changing. Uh, older country music, you won't hear you won't hear topics like that brought up uh, very often, and, and as and as open as it is. Um, yeah, and the, yeah, they're they're definitely trying to hide it too. You know, that to younger younger audiences, you know, they wouldn't they wouldn't know what a boot scoot and boogie means. You know, right? Yeah, they're just all about the dancing, and, and they're about the moving and shaking, and what people are doing. Uh, while they're listening to the song, they're just uh, they're just dancing around the dance floor. You know that's what you see. But you know they have a deeper meaning, and, and it really, if if you don't pay attention, I'll tell you what, it will connect with you um, at an older age. Um, that's our fourth song, uh, that classic there by Brooks and Dunn, Boot Scootin' Boogie. Our fifth song um, is is a new song, actually, um, not uh, brand new, but from an artist that has really uh, made an impact here recently within the country music world. Um, uh, this artist pretty much illustrates uh, how much country music has changed. I mean, within 15 years, 20 years of these songs that we played here just in just a little bit ago, 
um, how country music is changing and um, the genre of country music in, in general. Some people are are happy about this. Some people are mad. Um, some people they they won't listen to it. It's not classic country music sound, but it's um it's country music nevertheless. And uh, the, the the listeners are uh, are you know can be country or, or anybody you know. But that uh, it's classified as country music. That's what it is, and we'll call it that. Um, this uh, next artist is uh, Sam Hunt. Uh, most of you uh, newer listeners here, uh, maybe new to the country music scene or, or, or of a younger age, very much <laughs> have heard of Sam Hunt. He's very popular here the last couple of years. Um, come out with a bunch of music, uh, a couple of albums now, and um, he's really been taking the music, country music um, genre by storm. He's changing what, it's, uh, what it means to be a country music artist. So uh, this song uh, came out in 2014 uh, from the album Montevallo. This is Sam Hunt's Breakup in a Small Town. We hope you guys enjoy it. I knew I'd see her around. I'd be at some party. She'd show up and I'd be walking out. Across some parking lot, hiding behind her sister. I'd look up, she'd be at the red light beside me in that white maximum with the sticker on the back. I'd act like I didn't see her. But we'd play at the same pumps, flip through the same stations, and slow down for the same curves, run around with the same crowd. But we just needed some time. She could get on with her life, and I'd get on with mine. Thought I would be fine. But <laughs> maybe not. I knew she'd find a way to get over me, but I never thought. She would get down with somebody I know I guess that's just how it goes When you break up in a small town I see our friends and they put on a show Like they don't want me to know So they give me the go around There's only so many streets, so many lights Where it's like I can't even leave They were keeping it low-key But now it's like these county lines Closing in on me I see them everywhere together And it's hitting a little too close to home She's so far gone But she didn't go far She was over me before the grass grew back But she used to park her car She's leaving those same marks In someone else's yard Someone else's arms Right down the road I never thought She would get down to somebody I know I guess that's just how it goes when you break up in a small town I see our friends and they put on a show Like they don't want me to know So they give me the go around There's only so many streets, so many lights Where it's like I can't even leave my house Should've known all along you gotta move and move on When you break up in a small town Sitting there with him And I want to jump out I don't want to fight I want to say that guy But I can't It's my fault And I let her go I never thought That she would get down With somebody I know I guess that's just how it goes When you break up in a small town I see our friends And they put on a show Like they don't want me to know So then give me the go 
one there was uh by sam hunt as i said earlier if you didn't catch that uh that was break up in a small town off of his 2014 album montevallo yeah i don't know phil would you call that one of your classics uh yeah that uh that's definitely a very very um highly played song of the day i would say that the radios really they they played it i mean they they got massive airtime and um and it really uh, it, it affected a lot of people. A lot of people heard this song and and bought his albums and and went to uh, went to his concerts and stuff like that. He really blew up within a very short period of time. Um, what I call it a classic to me, um, being being me, uh, being the classic country guy that I am. I mean, I, I I wouldn't call that a classic now. I mean, classics to me are something I've grown up with and something that's really changed the genre for for. For all time, pretty much, and, and I wouldn't call that a classic now. It, you know, maybe in the future, um, they they could call that a classic uh, of of our time. You know, that that could definitely be a classic of our time. Um, you know, I'm not certain. I don't, I don't, I don't know what'll happen in the future. But uh, from that song, we can hear the the synthesizer and the electronic drums and the hip hop beat in the background and and stuff like that. It just uh, it doesn't sound like a classic country song, but. Um, Country music is changing uh, for for the better or for worse of, of the genre of country, and um, that that could definitely become a classic in the future. That could be a song that really um, changes uh, country music as a whole in general. Oh yes, uh, the breakup in a small town. It's you know it, uh, as we were just talking, it's much more modern. You know, it's still called a country song, but it's definitely modern. Um, it's about a guy going out, and uh, everywhere he goes, he sees his ex. You know, because the, the town is so small, everybody knows everybody, and you know everyone who's from a small town can really relate. Yeah. You know, you make you make memories with that same person that you know, like he says, you know, every curve and every stop sign and everything. You know, they you laughed or you know talked about something that was significant at that certain you know marker. You know, with with that person, and you you think about that every time you go, especially if you know you're you're hurting over a breakup or something, and. Uh, um, you, you know, go to the pay at the same pumps and uh, same gas stations. You know, he that's that's definitely true. I can't count how many times I've seen one of my exes there. Yeah, I, yeah, I completely agree. Um, that small town thing is is definitely if you're not from a small town, you can you could. It's hard to re, harder to relate, but I mean, you get the situation that you're in. A small town, word gets around. You know, word gets around. People uh, people move on, and, and when people move on in the real world, you're gonna see them. You know, small towns, you're just. You could be paying for the same thing at the same place at the same time, and it's going to be awkward as all get out. But, you know, that's just a part of living in the small town and, and a part of being in relationships and getting close to people in a small town. Word's going to get around, and, and what you do and say is going to definitely um, definitely affect uh, what happens around you and how people think of you and stuff like that. Um, this song, you know, as, as modern as it is, um, definitely as different as it is from the songs that we've played. It is... It's for sure a popular song. It's very catchy. You very to get um, 
you know, into the song, and, and it really it connects with this audience really well. People, people, he wouldn't have sang about it if it, you know, if people didn't connect with it. But um, overall, it just it really speaks to uh, to the newer country genre, uh, to the newer country music, um, and it gives a, a pretty good representation of uh, where where country's going. You know what I mean, Chase? Yep, yep. And uh, you know, just like one of the lines, uh, it says, you know, she's so far gone, but she didn't go far. You know, that's that's very true, especially in a small town. You know, she's she's gone from the relationship. You know, moved on from him, but you know, she didn't go far. You know, she still lives maybe a couple miles away from him, or. You know that you know they meet up at all, they see each other at all the parties and you know all that. So it's it's yeah. definitely really relatable. That's that's definitely that's that's what it is. And, and I would not call it a classic. You know, and sorry, you know, to all the listeners that that just absolutely love him and adore him. But I wouldn't call it a classic. But it's a song that's definitely going to change the country music world for uh, for the future. But um, that's about uh, that's about all we've got for you today, folks. Um, for all you listeners out there, we. We really hope you enjoyed the show. You know, we we put a lot of work into this and and a lot of time into it, and uh, we hope you didn't uh, hope we didn't bore you with the show. Uh, Chase, got any closing notes there for everybody? Oh no, just uh, you know, if you were bored with this, you know, maybe you can you know give us a call in. You know, you can uh, count how many times Phil you know said the word classic, yeah. and you know there there might be a little prize. Yeah, with that. you might not even like country music, but uh, we might have a cash <laughs> prize for. Uh, the winner who comes in with the correct amount of times I've uh, said the word classic, and that last one does count as well. So uh, we hope you all have a great day. Uh, we uh, we hope you enjoyed our music, and um, we uh, hope that you tune in the next time that we uh, that we come onto this uh, McIndry Radio. This is a this is a new thing, and we are we are very happy that we got um, you know the chance to work with it. So we uh, we hope you all have a good one. You all be safe out there. <laughs>